When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Peachtree Football. Now, your host, Dylan Matthews and Bo Morgan. Love it, man. Love it. Always fun when you're winning. But, all right, Mike, let's go ahead and get into some uh, Atlanta Falcons discussion. Let's first talk about the battles we could expect here around this offensive line and across this offensive line with the Atlanta Falcons this season. So, I think... The most interesting position, probably going to be that left guard position. We know who should be there, but will he be there right away? And, you know, is anybody really going to be able to compete with him at that left guard spot? Obviously, I'm talking about Matthew Bergeron, but we'll get to him in a second. Is it pretty safe to say, other than left guard, everything else is pretty much nailed down? I may, Maybe you can make an argument for center, um, but, I mean, left tackle, we know it's going to be Jake Matthews. Left guard, we're going to talk about that in just a second. Center probably should be Drew Dahlman. Um, and then, obviously, right guard and uh, right tackle, That's you, you just signed, re-signed those guys, talking about Chris Lindstrom, arguably one of the best guards in the game right now, and Caleb McGarry, you just re-signed him to a nice three-year deal. So I guess the first question I'm going to leave with, is center pretty much locked up to you as well? Is that Drew, uh, Drew Dahlman's job to lose, or could we see a little fluctuation there at that center spot for the Falcons this year? Well, I lost you for a minute right there, but I'll dive in on, on this center mm-hmm. spot for the Falcons. And, and look, here, here's what it is. It, this is Drew Dahlman's job. Um, he's got to cut mm-hmm. down on some of the small mistakes. When he was actually blocking, he was good. Um, you know, he, mm-hmm. he's an above-average run, uh, run blocker, an above-average pass protector. Um, and what he's got to cut down on, first of all, bad snaps. Had a couple of them last year. Had a number of penalties. I think he was up at like the eight or nine range as far as penalties goes. He yeah. has to cut that down. And um, if he does that, I think he'll become one of the premier players. I mean, he's shown the ability to play that center spot. I think the Falcons really like what his communication style brings up front. Um, and, and so when you look at playing next to a Lindstrom and whoever it is, it is playing left guard. Um, his communication is going to be everything. That's that's kind of what the center is, man. It's less of a physical thing and more of making sure all the small things are right at the center spot. So mm-hmm. for me, Drew Dolman is going to be that guy. I know that there will be a lot of people um, if Matt Hennessy is not able to kind of get that left jo- left guard job lined up, and it is Matthew Bergeron, that will wonder what Matthew Hennessy's uh, kind of outcome at left guard means to the center spot. But for me, it, it is Drew Dolman, and uh, it's a guy that's earned that right. He started a ton of games there. He started every game last year there, uh, and he'll continue to kind of for the pursuit of the future. Real quick, before we get into the left guard spot of Matthew Bergeron, you talking about Drew Dahlman and really just centers overall having to do the little things, you know, when, when, when you talk about being at that center spot and kind of being, you know, one of pretty much the captain and kind of the voice maybe of that uh, offensive line and the head of that offensive line is center the hardest position on the offensive line. Is it left tackle What to you? Which, which spot is hard? And you played a lot of those positions because again, you were versatile, but which position yeah, is I- the hardest for you on the offensive line? Man, they 
That's such a hard thing to say. It's it's definitely probably left tackle. Um, okay. it, it's left tackle. If you're a good left tackle, I probably wouldn't say. It. Like I don't think Jake Matthews. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. he's quick. He's a dude that's it's always had quick feet. He's been incredible out left. He's played there. I don't know eight nine years now. I can't even remember how long it's been. But um, for my money, it was all tackle spot, man, because. You are essentially backpedaling, and I don't like to say backpedaling. It's a kick set, but you are essentially backpedaling, and you are uh, waiting on one of the other team's best athletes um, to make a move on you, and, and and they are trying to get to a spot, and maybe your quarterback's mobile, maybe he's not, um, but you always put your yourself in that mindset. Um, let's just talk about a Demarcus Ware, a Julius Peppers, a, a, a Von Miller, you're battling, and you're going full, you know, full speed ahead. Have a three point stance and a sprint. You don't know spin move. You don't know repeat. You right. don't know going to bull rush you. Be ready for all those. The guard position, and Matt Bergeron is finding this out right now. The guard position happens a lot faster. There's a lot less thinking. There's not as much yeah. move and counter move. It is snap my head up, punch my hands, get my hands in their chest. Now you, you're dealing with a lot stronger guys, um, and and obviously the run game for the guards is a lot a lot different. But for my money, the tackle spot, man, that's why they get paid the big bucks. Well, sorry, aside from Chris Lindstrom, that's why they get paid the big bucks to play uh, left tackle, man, because that's a it's a tough job, um, and, and it's one of those where you're hardly ever right all the time. And so that's why Jake Matthews being as good as he's been has been able to hold that spot down for so long. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, I mean, again, like you said, a uh, good left tackle should be okay, but I could see a, a left tackle just coming in or, you know, one that maybe ain't as fleet of foot, obviously really struggling because you're dealing with some, especially these days, dealing with some straight-up dogs, some straight-up yeah. athletes coming off that edge. All right, let's transition over to left guard because I think we all, and, and we've talked about this on the morning shift, we've talked about it in, uh, you know, just um, – off the record conversation between uh, you, Mike, and uh, you, Bo, and I, um, Matthew Bergeron. We can write him right now in pencil in that starting left guard spot. Not pen, but pencil. He should be there. And right now, I think we're all kind of, again, penciling him in there. But do you see him maybe coming up against any struggles? Or is there going to be a guy that you think could really challenge him for that starting left guard spot because I think obviously the Falcons trading up for him in the draft if you remember uh, I think they obviously want him to be that starting left guard but do you see him maybe hitting any road bumps along the way trying to get that left uh, that starting left guard spot for the Falcons this year Listen, I don't think there's, there's no doubt he's going to have a, a road um, he, he, has, he has the the, the foot speed to be able to do this. Um, he has mm -hmm. the strength to be able to do this. He has the smarts to be able to do this. Doesn't mean he's going to seamlessly be able to do this. And right. it, listen, I think a lot of people have kind of overlooked uh, what Matthew Hennessy has brought to this team. When he's been healthy, he's been a pretty quality player. Uh, I know that they yep. had a little bit of a, a rotating door at left guard at times last year. I think they had four different starters at left guard. But Matthew Hennessy's a quality player in his own right. Um, I want to say mid-70s as far as a draft pick goes. So not quite the height, but he's – 
He's not a dude that walked in off the street and just, you know, is overreaching. He's not an undrafted free agent that is just kind of, you know, playing above his head. He, he's a good player in his own right. Um, so Matthew Hennessy will, will, I promise you, he's not going to make it easy on Matthew Bergeron. Now, right. Matthew Bergeron will be a guy that you're going to have to develop. I think a lot of people just, oh, just pencil them in. That's not how it works, man. You, 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 by the way, Matthew Bergeron now has probably five weeks off before training camp. He's got to have the ability and the pro mindset that I'm still going to get my work in. I'm still going to eat right. I'm still going to do my drills. Right. I'm still doing all that. You don't know what Matthew Bergeron is going to be when he shows up at the end of July. I mean, if, if he if he doesn't work and he goes back to Syracuse or goes back to Canada where he's from and he does not put that work in, then he'll be playing catch up throughout the entire training camp, throughout those preseason games and probably into the season. Matthew Hennessy's been through that. He knows the mindset. He knows what it takes. He knows how to prepare himself. So I don't think it's cut and dry. Uh, I think if all things are even, that Bergeron's going to have the job. I think if it's even close to even, that we're going to have that job. But yeah. just the, the fact that he played, he's in the system, and he knows there's, and he knows Jake Matthews, uh, that's going to give him a leg up as well. So, Right. Look, man, I, I was out there a few weeks back during OTAs. I saw Matthew Bergeron. I saw how big the dude is. He's a big dude. Um, <laughs> he's a lot base. He, I would say he's probably the second biggest in that top eight. Wow. Behind Caleb McGarrett. He's a big dude. Uh, just just height wise. Uh, he kind of stands. So he's going to have um, the athleticism, the strength, the ability to be able to do that. But just because you have all those things doesn't mean you're just going to be slotted in. It's going to be an uphill battle for him as well. Yeah, and, and and again, too, the the other thing about this is, and, and you touched on it uh, there as well. You know, he's he's going to be a rookie. This is all new to him. So it it not only is he dealing with, and we'll get into this in a second, him having to change positions because we all know he was left tackle most of his career over there at Syracuse. He did play some guard, and you were a guy who again moved around on the offensive line. So we'll ask you about that transition here in a sec. But on top of that. He's also going to be a rookie as well. So he's getting introduced to new things. Every This is his first training camp. He's going to have to get used to going through his first NFL training camp. I mean, there's just a multitude of things he's going to go through that he has not been through before. And those naturally are going to bring roadblocks. And it's going to be about how he responds to those things and responds to the adversity that he's going to face throughout the entirety of his rookie season. So it's going to be interesting to see. But look, you got me excited about him because obviously he's got the size. Sounds like he's got the talent, so I'm re I'm ready to see him. I will say this, man, and you want to talk about the length and the difference between college training camps and professional training camps. When we mm -hmm. used to get into college training camp, you'd probably be, let's call it August 5th. All right, you would look and you would have TVs in the locker room, and almost like one of your first days in training camp, you'd be watching the Hall of Fame game. Like at night, you'd be like, man, they're playing the oh, Hall wow. of Fame game. So those teams yeah. have been in training camp for a while. Everybody in the right. NFL has been in training camp for a while. Uh, you would get to, you would break training camp after, let's call it two and a half weeks in college. I, at that point, and I had teammates from college uh, that were a year older than me that were in training camps in the NFL. They're still locked in the dorm rooms, the hotels, the training camps after you've already broke. So they're in wow. a week before you mm -hmm. and they're staying a week after you. They're getting a full Jeez. month of training camp in a lot of different ways. Now, that has changed because of the 17-game schedule. Right. But I don't think a lot of people understand the difference and how much longer it is for an NFL training camp. Uh, at some point, you have classes in college. So, after yeah. break training camp, 
Uh, you yeah. have that. The event is now your job. And by the way, you're getting paid handsomely to do that job. So uh, that, sure. you're at their mercy. And it, it could be a full-on month that you are living in a dorm room uh, and hanging out with guys and, and, and just grinding, you know, 6 a.m. all the way to 10 o'clock at night. Um, it, it just, it's a long, long deal that I don't think most people realize that there's such a big difference. Yeah, it, it's like you said, it, at that point, it's your job. You're getting paid handsomely to do it. And there are ex certain expectations that you're just going to have to fulfill and new new things that come with that as well. I want to ask you one more thing about Matthew Bergeron before we transition over to CBS's top 10 offensive uh, interior, interior offensive lineman list. But before we get to that, you were, again, a guy who was versatile, could do many things and was good at many things and is still good at many things. And you played played tackle. Obviously, we talked about you played tight end, scored a touchdown. You played guard as well. Matthew Bergeron, we just touched on it moments ago. He's going to be a dude that is transitioning from playing majority left tackle to playing hopefully left guard and hopefully starting for left guard at guard for the Atlanta Falcons. How tough is the transition from that? The you know the the rule of thumb is that if you have played tackle and you've been pretty successful at tackle, then you should be able to slide in at guard now from guard to tackle. Maybe not so much, but with him sliding in and not out, going from tackle to guard, should that be a pretty easy transition from him and you've been out there you talked about it you've seen him at OTAs does he look like he's going to be okay making that transition well uh, things are going to happen it's it's by no means easy I, I think the transition from left tackle to left guard is a lot easier than the transition from right guard to left guard and I don't I don't think most okay. people understand that when yeah. you're going from the right side of the offensive line to the left side of the offensive line it's like me telling you that you need to train for a boxing match with your right hand, and then all of a sudden you have to use your left when you go in the boxing match. Mm, you know, okay. It's just yeah. different. Yeah. So the fact that you're comfortable in a left-hand point stand, the fact that you're comfortable on the left side of the offensive line gives you a small leg up. Things are happening a lot faster. And honestly, you're asked to do a lot of things. You're going to post player a lot of games, which means that you're trying to get up under the alignment so that tackle can kind of blow and driving off the ball. And the pass protection is going to happen a lot quicker. You have to get your hands up, have to snap out of your stance, have to get your eyes up and ready, uh, and you have to say a good posture. So it's definitely not easy. Uh, anybody who says it's easy, they, they must be a famous. They must be Jake Matthews, Jeff Bruce. They, 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 they all have been dead a lot, right? So yeah. It's not easy. Um, but I will say, I think transition, as long as you're on the left side, is easier than going from the right side to the left side. So hopefully that plays in his favor. We hope so, and uh, hopefully, again, you can – right now, he's penciled into that starting left guard spot, but if we, we can at some point pin him into that starting left guard spot, then that's good. That means something's going right, and it uh, looks like it'll be a solid pick for the Atlanta Falcons. 